Hey guys, and welcome to Project VetCast's fourth episode. I hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving. I uh, hope you all took the chance to kind of think about what you're appreciative of, what um, what's what's going for you in life, or what you have, what you've accomplished this year. Um, I think we, in American culture and American society, I think we have the tendency to acquire something or accomplish something and move on to the next task or like we you know look at hollywood or look at somebody who has something more than us and want it um and that's normal but i also think thanksgiving is an awesome day to just sit there and be like man you know like for me for example i was really thankful to be done with my degree uh it freed up a lot of time in my life it freed up uh a lot of stress that i was going through gave me time to focus on other things other uh projects i had in life um i'm thankful i still have a job I'm thankful for a lot. I mean, there's a lot that's been going on. I'm in a much happier place than I was one, two years ago. So I took Thanksgiving to just kind of think about what was going well in life. Um, I also have the tendency to kind of think about, as I've explained last episode, I get on these uh, projects and I see what fits and what doesn't. And I, I have the tendency to focus on what failed and think about how, I'm not doing a good enough job. And thanks again, Thanksgiving was the day for me to kind of sit there and think, man, you, you know, you moved on, you trans, you transitioned from the military, uh, into something different. And, um, now you're podcasting, you know, I never saw myself doing this and I'm, you know, this is a month later, I'm still podcasting. So it's pretty awesome. Enough off my, uh, soapbox in this episode, I'm going to be going over, um, community um specifically the veteran community and my thoughts on it and um i also feel like i gypped you guys when i talked about crypto uh careers because i myself after that episode uh, did a lot more research on one particular field and because i see a lot of future in crypto uh i'm going to be going over what specific um things i've read and what specific expectations I have with crypto and specific careers or things you can do in crypto to really do well because it's possible. So anyways, with that being said, let's do it. Before I dive into the veteran community, I want to take note from Jocko Willink. Jocko says, take ownership of the problem, take ownership of the solution, take ownership of the implementation. If you don't know who Jocko is, he is a retired Navy SEAL commander. He was the CEO of Task Unit Bruiser when they fought in Iraq and also in the Battle of Ramadi. And if that's not striking you know, a familiar chord, I'm sure you all have heard of American sniper Chris Kyle. It was his CEO. Jocko was able to take the lessons they learned from Ramadi and from Iraq and test those lessons and leadership and tactics with the West Coast SEAL teams afterwards. And he says the lessons they learned would, uh, would tell you, I mean, if would tell you if a team is going to be successful in training or if they're going to fail, he said the, uh, the lessons were proven and he was able to take those lessons and, um, consult in the civilian world. He built up echelon front with a fellow SEAL. And they go around consulting and and teaching people how to build better businesses. So if you're going to listen to anybody, Jocko's a good person to listen to. 
And as I described in my last episode, he's able to take problem, uh, take the experiences he had in his time as a sailor, as a seal, and he's able to learn from them, to use them and to help other people and other businesses become better. So with that being said, again, take ownership of the problem, take ownership of the solution, take ownership of the implementation. Jocko, if you um, are listening to this episode and I took you out of context in any way, please let me know and I'd be happy to fix it. I have a lot of respect for you and what you do and what you've done and uh, wouldn't want to disrespect you. If you listen to my last episode, I go over my personality type and how I'm not somebody that can just check the boxes. I need to feel like I'm making a difference uh, in the community that I'm in, in the environment that I'm in. And getting out, I found a real sense of purpose with Fighting Chance Apparel. My brother and I identified a problem, veteran suicide. We identified that, you know, there are a lot of people doing the 22 a day challenge of doing 22 pushups for 22 days. But we realized that that's not doing much to fix the problem. It's spreading awareness for the problem, but how is it solving the problem? How is it a solution? So we started Fighting Chance Apparel where we came out with the Fighting Chance Apparel shirt. Uh, currently the only shirt, but that's going to change here soon. But the shirt was designed to break down the communication barrier of how do you talk to a struggling veteran? How do you identify one? And we were able to come up with a design that let veterans know that, hey, you can talk to me. I want to help. Um, but now seeing this problem of the coordination or the lack of, um, you know, as a veteran and a veteran business owner, it's my responsibility to handle this problem. But it's not only my responsibility, it's the responsibility of every veteran and veteran business owner out there. So to identify a solution to the problem of coordination, here's my solution. If you're a program or a business out there that can help veterans, contact me. You can do it through the Fighting Chance Apparel Facebook page. You can do it through Fighting Chance Apparel Instagram. You can do it through Project Vetcast Twitter. You can do it through the website. You can uh, email me personally through Project Vetcast at FightingChanceApparel.com or Ian at FightingChanceApparel.com. Um, find a way to contact me. I want to build a database of companies or a list on the websites. I want to find ways to coordinate with other companies, come to an agreement, come to build a group of organizations trying to tackle the problem of coordination and fix the problems in the veteran community together. You'll have Project Vetcast and Finding Chance Apparel support, um, but... If you are a program out there and you really want to help solve the problem that we have in the veteran community, solve the problems, excuse me, then reach out, contact me, find a way, let's find a way to agree and come together and work together to end the problems and bring about change in our community. Because again, you know, I feel like veterans are the most qualified to help us fix the problems we're seeing in the U.S. But to get there, we have to fix our own community. Let me know what you think. As I was getting out of the military, I realized that the, the job I was doing in the community that I was in was just not the right fit for me. You know, doing 
a personality test really helped me figure out what I want to do and where I want to go moving forward. And if you listen to my last episode, I go over that, you know, taking a personality test and getting direction. And it would just affirm what I believed. You know, I can't work in a job where I'm just sitting around checking boxes. You know, I, I want to feel a real sense of purpose. I want to either make a change to a program that's not doing anything or needs to do something better, make a good program better if I can so that it does better and gets the problem, whatever it's solving, taken care of, or if it's already a great program, expand its reach and figure out how to make it more successful. And if I'm not doing one of those things, then I struggle. So again, I get out. Um, My brother and I identified the problem of 22 a day and how there was an awareness challenge out there and it did great at bringing awareness. The 22 a day challenge on social media uh, and wherever else you saw it, did a really good job. You know, people did 22 push-ups for 22 days and it's great for your fitness too, but beyond awareness, it didn't do much for struggling veterans. It just told them that you were aware of their problem. And so it wasn't a real solution. So, you know, we asked ourselves, well, how can we solve the problem of veteran suicide? And we came up with a shirt that said, you're not alone. And, you know, how do you start the conversation with a veteran that's struggling and doesn't want to come out and say anything? As veterans in the military, we had a problem with speaking up and the fear of, you know, the slap on the wrist. People who had suicide issues or mental health issues or whatever, it's really bad because the community doesn't respond in a positive way in my experience. You know, if you're on watch and you have suicidal issues, you're a body going down. That's another, that's more responsibility for the section to pick up and therefore you're a problem. You know, if you see a problem in the community and you speak up, if it's not what they want to do at the time, it's also an issue because your chain of command will get notified. So there were a lot of issues and a lot of reasons why veterans may not speak up when there's an issue. But as veterans where we can really make a change, we have a re- we have responsibility now. You know, how do you create the uh, communication? How do you start the conversation with a struggling veteran who's been through so much in the military already, who's had experiences with people who will be veterans in the future. So we started the shirt, you're not alone to kind of start the conversation. Well, now being in the veteran business community, seeing the issue that there's not real coordination, there's not a a guided effort to stop veteran suicide or to to help connect all these programs and all these uh, things that all these uh, solutions to problems, real problems that people have. Um, Now I have another responsibility that I need to take ownership of, and that's trying to find a way to connect everything. So as Jocko says, identify the problem. No, sorry. Take ownership of the problem. Take ownership of the solution. So here's me taking ownership of the solution. If you're a program or a business out there that can really help veterans, email me. You can do it through the Fighting Chance Apparel Facebook page. You can do it through the uh, Fighting Chance Apparel Instagram. You can do it through the Project Vetcast Twitter. You can email me through vetcast at fightingchanceapparel.com or ian at fightingchanceapparel.com. But there's there are a lot of ways you can contact me, but contact me. You know, I want to start a group of people, of programs, of veterans that really want to make a difference, um, that really want to do something about the issues we face in the veteran community. It's not about cutting a profit. It's not about, you know, it's not something I can do alone. I need help and I need veterans 
who are willing to work with me for a sense of purpose of fixing the veteran community. I truly believe that veterans are uniquely qualified to help our country and the mess that we're in. Just because you've already sworn an oath, you've served your country, there's a sense of loyalty to the United States. Um, We live in a great country that can do great things, but we can't get to the point where veterans can help make a real change if our community is broken. So again, if you are a programmer or a business out there that and you want to help, contact me. I'm creating a group and I want to create a community of, uh, of veterans that are really willing to lead the charge and make the change. Um, you'll have Project Vetcast support. So you'll have podcast support and uh, a way to communicate with people. You'll have Fighting Chance Apparel support and a way to come up with apparel or... Um, you know, promote your, uh, your content on other websites, uh, but you'll have my support. So just let me know. So I know I said, I feel like I gypped you guys last weekend when I talked about careers in crypto. And I still feel that way because I myself right now I'm looking into uh, an opportunity with cryptocurrency. Um, so I feel like I should go into more detail about what careers there are in crypto rather than just kind of vaguely going over the topic. So if you don't know much about cryptocurrency, it's, uh, in my honest opinion, I believe it's the future. Different coins have different utility. And if a coin has utility behind it, it's not regulated as a security. If a coin doesn't have utility behind it, no use in an application in real life, it is a security and it gets regulated as such. So that being said, Bitcoin, for example, is used to buy large scale purchases anonymously. And while that may change in the future because they're still figuring out the security behind Bitcoin, I believe Ethereum has a lot of uh, potential, a lot of positive potential. So Ethereum has its own blockchain from Bitcoin and is used to, um, right now a big use of it is to create non-fungible tokens. So if you go to the channel Eat the Block, or Eat the Blocks maybe, um, I believe the channel creator, the channel, uh, the guy on the channel, his name is Julian. Uh, he goes over different utilities for like solidity or Ethereum or crypto in general, but, um, he kind of goes into detail about different careers in crypto and with Ethereum, um, as a smart contract specialist. So if you understand the language behind smart contracts and solidity, one of the major languages in Ethereum if you understand how to program Solidity and you also understand the security vulnerabilities behind it, you could make up to, you can make anywhere from 100K to 250K. So a lot of money to be made in a not so known about uh, career. Another thing you could do is become a smart con- or a uh, blockchain developer. So you would understand the front end and back end of the applications you're building and you'd be able to build a blockchain and become a specialist that way. Another way you could uh, make money with NFTs and Ethereum is to build art. So right now you can go and build a 2D picture. There are languages that if you create different layers to a picture um, and come up with like easy backgrounds, different colors. Um, I think last last week I talked in the episode and talked about the 12-year-old that created different colored uh, backgrounds, a whale, and several different trinkets you could put in the picture and he made it so random and he made some of them, I guess, more rare than others. 
but that kid in after two weeks of learning how to do it made two hundred thousand dollars pretty bizarre for 2d art right right now if you go to um the you know there's a let me break for a second facebook isn't the only one with a metaverse there's microsoft there's polka city there's other cryptocurrencies finding their way into metaverses now what a metaverse is is it's a universe and metadata correct me if i'm wrong on that because i could be but it's a universe and metadata so that's why it's called a metaverse um even facebook is you know using a cryptocurrency called mana and mana is the company that's creating different avatars i believe for the facebook metaverse it's actually i think mana is the ticker and it's made a pretty good deal of uh forward progression and raised a lot of money for people who invest in it. Now, going back to metaverse, Polka City is a metaverse right now. And with the ticker P-O-L-C, you can look it up. But Polka City itself, you can invest in uh, different digital property, digital real estate, and make a good bit of money. Um, There's a story about a guy who, I believe he's called the crypto sensei or something like that on Twitter. Um, but he was able to invest 23 K or 23 grand into Polka city. He got, he got a, a gas station. He bought some billboards. He bought a motorcycle and he bought a helicopter. Now you're, you may ask yourself, well, what can I do with a motorcycle and a helicopter? What if I get bored playing it? You know, kind of like you would in call of duty or final fantasy, you know, you buy an expansion pack and that's it. That's all you get for it. Well, with, NFTs and with metaverses, you can resell this motorcycle or this um, helicopter, or you can sell ads on the billboard. I'm not quite sure what he's doing with the gas station, but the website itself promises um, annual percentage yield. So you'll make a certain percent back on your in, on your investment. And this is true in a couple different ways. So it, it promises that if you invest in Polka City in property, the property will pay you uh, so many Polka City coins or PLC, P-O-L-C. So not only are you making these P-O-L-C coins back, but then you're like, all right, so I got a P-O-L-C coin. What am I going to make back on that P-O-L-C coin? Well, since investing 23K into this coin and, and getting different properties and stuff, the guy, the coin went from below a dollar to a dollar fifty last time I checked. Uh, it could be up, it could be down, but who knows? So not only are you investing and getting a yield back in coins on this, but if the coins retain value and go up in value, you're making a good bit of money. So like you make, say, invest 100,000 Polk into the coin itself, and it promises you 100% APY, which it's doing on some properties, up to 160%, I believe. You're making 100,000... You're making a return on your coins every week it goes by. So you play that out for 52 weeks. That's your return per year. Um, So if you invest $100,000 and it promises uh, 1,000 Polk coins a week, that's 52 weeks. That's 52,000 Polk. That's $1.50 for every Polk coin you have that you're making that year. So it's passive income, really. And then if you decide to sell it later, you could make money off your sale in case Polk rises from, say, 150 to maybe 20 bucks. But anyways, long story short, you can make a lot of money off a of cryptocurrency. Um, and I don't think it's going to go away, especially with Metaverse. Um, 
with that and you know i was reading a article about a different startup millionaires or billionaires or whatever it was but different startup gurus and they were rating on a one to five scale how they think this metaverse concept is going to come out and a lot of them were anywhere from three to five um because there is a lot of potential in this now it's in its new phase or it's in its early phase or its early stages so if it's something you're interested in do all the research you can now and get invest get involved with it because how many people want to say they had the opportunity to get involved with a big, the next big thing, you know, like the internet bubble or, you know, whatever it is out there. How many people want to say they had the opportunity to get involved with the next big thing and just chose to ignore it. So do your research, figure out what's best for you. Um, as for me, I believe I am going to try and create my own NFTs and see how I do at it. So that being said, Look up a career into cryptocurrency. If you're somebody in the IT world that does cybersecurity, if you can learn to program a language, this is one that's, you know, worth it. Um, it. Solidity does have a JavaScript orientation to it. They're not the same, but they are similar in aspects. But if you uh, need a channel to go to, you can start with Eat the Block or Eat the Blocks. Um, and the guy even has a website and courses to figure out how to do it. There you have it. That is a career in cryptocurrency. That's it for the fourth VetCast episode, guys. If you ever need to talk or you have any questions at all, please feel free to email me at VetCast at FightingChanceApparel.com. I'm happy to listen, bounce ideas back and forth, or help you figure things out. I'm a veteran, and if you're a veteran too, I'm your brother. <laughs>